This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to another episode of the Sports Mecca Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Abramo. As always, I'm joined by my partner, Sam Hangali. Today, we have the opportunity to speak with University of Nebraska Kearney, women's soccer player, Lily Engman. Lily, Sam, I appreciate the time this evening. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. You finished your 2022 season a couple months ago, back in October. Give us an update about what you've been doing and, you know, future plans for this offseason. So we finished up end of October in the fall for our season. Can't say that we had the most successful season. It was a rebuilding year for us. We got a new coach. So this whole offseason has just been dedicated to lifting, getting stronger, faster, so we can just be the best team we can in the fall. What was your like mindset into that rebuilding season? Did you expect that you, your team was going to take some some lumps? Yeah, for sure. We faced a lot of adversity these past two years, two, three years. We knew that something had to change, so we were all ready for to put in, the, to put in all the hard work that was necessary to get where we want to be in the future. Okay. For you, you know, this is your last, if you want to call it, off season because you're going to the 2023 season in the in the fall will be your your fifth and final season uh as a college athlete have you thought about it at all about how this is your last off season um as a student athlete in the moment it's hard to think about that because it's so tough like just doing all the conditioning and all the lifting it's meant it takes a toll on you mentally and physically so i haven't really been thinking about the future and not having all those physical and mental tools. I've just been kind of in the moment. So in the moment, what do you like process? What do you think about just as an athlete, as a student? Uh, I wouldn't really say there's anything specific I think about just focusing on getting better each day. Our like team motto is kind of just getting like 1% better each day. So just doing my best to put in the work and help out the team any way I can. For sure. What do you think is throughout your first four seasons at Nebraska Kearney? Because you got that extra year for for COVID. What do you think you've learned the most about yourself during the time at the university and maybe uh, as a team? Um, I've just learned that life throws curveballs and you can do hard things. Like in the moment, it might seem really difficult and super big challenges and stuff. But looking back, it's like, I wouldn't change anything that's happened. Uh, give Sam and I an example of that, just a curveball, a challenge that you had to face. 
Um, so last year, our head coach that was my coach for three seasons was let go. So we were without a coach for from November to February. And then we got a new coach in February. But he only lasted a month. And then he had family issues. So he had to go back home. So then we got our third head coach. Oof. In like a year. So that was definitely a big challenge for like morale for the team. Was it tough for you to establish like a trust factor with the coaches considering one of your coaches was there for such a short time? It was definitely hard uh, when our latest head coach came in because it was like, well, the previous guy just left after a month. So it was like, nobody was really certain. But our coach now has done a really great job proving himself to us, basically, and earning our trust and just working his hardest to, like, make this program the best that it can be for all of us. Absolutely. So what's one thing that you wished you you knew about competing in college soccer before you started at Nebraska Kearney? Um, It's not always going to be good. Like, you can't expect it to always be going your way. For anybody, especially for you, because you grew up in Olathe, Kansas, um, I mean, it's it's still relatively close to Nebraska, Kearney. It's not in the same state, but considering you came from a different state to the university, was there, whether it was a current soccer player on the team or a teammate that you really tried to lean on, something that really helped you um, throughout your first couple of years? Um, coming in, I knew two players that were on the team, but I wasn't super close with them. But my freshman class was 15 people, so I lived with three of them in the dorms. So I became super mm-hmm. close to all of them and basically just created a bond with the people I lived with. And that really has helped me get through all the challenges and stuff. Yeah, that's great. So as I mentioned, you grew up in Olathe, Kansas. Obviously, that's where uh, Sam's stomping ground is, uh, not too far from me. You went to Olathe South High School. You know, what schools recruited you back in high school? And what were the schools that really provided you the most interest at the time? Um, Back in high school, it was mostly just a lot of like the MIAA schools recruiting me and then a couple of G1 schools and then some NAIA schools. But UNK was like the only one that really stuck out to me. And what was the difference between UNK compared to the others? Um, UNK, when I came on my visit, it just instantly felt like home. Like the community was great. It was like the perfect size because coming from Olathe, pretty big city. Whereas Kearney is more of like an intimate community and you get to really know the people that live there and the university is small. So you get to really know all the other athletes and students as well. What's the uh, student population? I think it's around 6,000. Huh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know what that would be compared to for a, a Kansas college here. Maybe like Benedictine? I don't know. I think it might be a little bigger than that, but I'm not 100% sure. Probably the same as Emporia State, probably, I would say about. Yeah, of course. Sam, you're the Emporia State Hornet grad. Yeah, I am. You know, I am curious. You are six. You are pretty tall for your position. You're you're six foot. 
have you ever considered like the height that you have to be a big advantage for you as a defender? Um, I think being a center back, definitely you want the height because it really helped with like heading the ball over people or just being a big presence in the box, whether that be defending your own goal or going up to attack the goal. Yeah, because I think we've had a few different, you know, college athletes, especially for the the women's soccer that have been various height. I think it's like maybe five, six, five, seven. Some of them have been on. So I think you're probably the tallest athlete that we've had from the soccer rank. So I mean you can take that as a compliment. That's pretty cool. I will. <laughs> Yo, there are many events coming up in the world of sports. It'd be great to be in attendance for such. Where can we get tickets? SeatGeek. You see, SeatGeek is an app that can help you find the best seats with the best deals. SeatGeek shows you different tickets available with green being the best deals and red not being the hot deals. The best part is it shows you where you'll be sitting at the event. If you use the code SPORTSMECCA, you could get $20 off your first purchase. Get your seat at SeatGeek today. So uh, talk about playing in the MIAA conference. Uh, how tough is that playing in that conference, which is which was pretty competitive uh, in cross country for me. And I know it's like that for uh, every every sport. Yeah, the MIAA is super competitive. All the teams we play against are really good and always a challenge. And it's really awesome to play against some of the best athletes in the country. So uh, like myself, uh, the fall season got canceled due to Due to COVID, like uh, many other uh, fellow students across the country, uh, what was it like playing in the spring instead of playing in the fall that during that uh, academic year? It was really tough playing in the spring because we basically had to stay in shape from like the fall up until the spring. So that's a long time to be working out super hard. And then when we got to the spring season, we only played eight games. And it was really tough traveling in the spring because that's usually our off season. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't terrible. It was just different. Yeah. So what was uh, practice like in the fall during uh, COVID? Um, In the fall, we practiced pretty much every day or whatever mm-hmm. the NCAA allowed us to. A lot of us on the team got sick with COVID um, September and that persisted through October so a lot of the season was spent in quarantine yikes uh throughout your uh, career at uh, Carney you've played over 95 percent of the possible minutes for the loafers uh what is it like physically to p- play that many minutes consistently um it can definitely take a toll on your body especially towards the end of the season but the training we do in the off season and the workouts and lifts they program for us really help with all the fatigue that we face and I think that ultimately leads to us having like less injuries throughout the season too very good uh you're hoping after college to be a beef pathologist uh what makes you want to do that as a career um I came into college undecided and I was undecided for probably two years and ultimately I just wanted something where I could make a difference and that had like a lot of career options. And I found all that within the major of communication disorders. Yeah, very good. Uh, KC is hoping hosting the uh, world cup in uh, 2026, which shows uh, KC's passion for soccer, but also KC is also going to be the first to build their own NWSL stadium for the uh, KC current. 
How does that make you feel to see that? I think it's so awesome that women's sports are like progressing. And I know a lot of women's teams don't really put the, or a lot of cities don't really put the funds into women's teams like they are in KC. And I just think it's so awesome that they get their own super nice facility. Yeah. And uh, KC, I mean, they were the first to build a, at MLS stadium as well. So it's for KC soccer. They've been like, kind of like the pioneers for both the MLS and then the NWSL. So it's great to see how Kansas city always is the first ones to take that big step uh, to growing, not just the sport of soccer, but also women's sports as well. And I take a lot of pride in that as a KC uh, citizen. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, during your uh, career at uh, Nebraska Kearney, what are your favorite venues you got to compete at uh, besides uh, your home venue in uh, Kearney? Um, one of my favorite schools to play at is Missouri Western. They have a super nice football facility that we get to play on. And the it's just always a great time. And then also the University of Central Oklahoma. They have a really nice grass field that we get to play on. I think I, I've been to like at least half of the MIAA schools and uh, how do you do you like Emporia's field a lot um I can't say I'm a fan of the grass but <laughs> it's nice that they have a dedicated soccer facility yeah def definitely to uh any people out there that are chasing a dream what advice would you give them um just keep working and be persistent because if you really want to play in college there's always going to be a spot for you if you just put in the work awesome yeah, Lily, when you mentioned the different types of surfaces, as a soccer player, do you have a preference to play on grass or turf? Um, I would honestly prefer turf because it's pretty consistent across like all different venues that have turf, whereas grass is kind of a wild card. Do you have the opinion that turf kind of wears your knees out since you're always on it and running? I personally haven't experienced any of the wear and tear of the knees, but I know others have, but I personally don't see that as a problem for myself. So we know that you're a soccer player. We know that you've had the ability to showcase your skills as a defender. You've been such a long uh, tenured college athlete, but like what's a, uh, what's one or two things that you know the listeners should know about you that you feel is really important. Um, well, I just got accepted into graduate school for being a speech language pathologist. So. Nice. And um, I live with six other girls and they're like my best friends. So they're my whole life. Would Kansas City be an area that you'd like to pursue for speech pathology or do you not have a preference? At this point, I don't really have a preference, but I definitely like to end up in a city bigger than Carney. Yeah, for sure. I know NIL is a pretty big uh, boom in industry that's coming up for a lot of athletes. Do you have NIL NIL deals coming up, or is this something that you're maybe trying to pursue? You know, with your last year. Um, I don't currently have any NIL deals, and it's not really anything I've looked into. But it's definitely something that I'm going to try and look into this year for my last season. What are some ideas that you want to pursue? I honestly have no idea what's even out there. And obviously, uh, I don't know what is out there for D2 athletes. And so I'm just interested to see what's out there. No preferences or anything so far. 
So what what's the the hot spot at Carney that you can maybe tell people about? Um. Well, one of my favorite restaurants here is Cunningham's, and it's just basically a bar and grill. But every time like we have a game or something, my parents are always here. That's just the restaurant that everybody chooses to go to. Okay. Cunningham's. All right, that's the go-to spot after the game. I've I've only been to Omaha, so I've that's the only place I've been to Nebraska. I know that's a different. It's it's a little bit bigger than Kearney. Um, Sam, have you been to Nebraska? Uh, yeah, I, my brother went to Creighton, so I would go up to Omaha quite a bit. Yeah, how what's it? How far is um Omaha to Kearney or you know Lincoln? Um, Lincoln from Kearney is about two hours, and I think Omaha is pushing like two and a half or three hours. Okay. Is there a lot of Nebraska Cornhusker fans there? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody that's from Nebraska is a Cornhusker fan, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Have they um, turned you into a fan or are you just strictly the Lopers? Um, I wouldn't say I'm a fan necessarily, but I went to a, my first Husker game this past fall, mm-hmm. so that's exciting. Yeah. Well, no more Scott Frost. So <laughs> Scott Frost is out, out of the way. So when, when you go to a game again, he's not going to be the coach. But for for anybody who's listening, is there social medias that you're willing to promote that, you know, for, for younger athletes, especially they're trying to maybe play at the college level or maybe young girls that want to get into soccer, you know, maybe they can reach out to. Um, I would just, I guess, recommend my own school at UNK Women's Soccer on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you just reach out to our coach, he's always more than happy to talk to any potential player. Okay, Very so. good. Yeah, sounds good, Lily. Well, we appreciate you coming on. I know, you know, Sam and I have been very appreciative that you were able to speak with us tonight. And we really wish you luck for the for this offseason and then for when the 2023 season comes along in a few months no thank you so much for having me For those who are listening to our show for the first time, all our past and future episodes are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Sports Mecca.